inheritance. Good morning, millionaires. I'm speaking it over your children, over your grandchildren, over your best friends, over your siblings. Good morning, millionaires. I'm speaking to those of you all who don't have a diet, to those of you who are positioned to uh, write your largest check, to deposit your greatest uh, deposit into your account. Good morning, millionaires. To those of you whose business, your idea, your concept is about to take off. Good morning, millionaires. To those of you, the earth is waiting for your gifting and all you're waiting on is an opportunity. Good morning, millionaires. To those of you who have been weary and well-doing, but there is a greater place for your life and for your assignment, good morning, millionaires. This is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice because your promise is in it. Did you hear what I said? This is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice because your promise is in it. I'm super excited about what is getting ready to take place for you this month. I'm telling you, I got goosebumps with enthusiasm and excitement for where I believe that God is taking each and every one of you, Marcus. Listen to me uh, very carefully. Uh, we are in the midst of something uh, unbelievable. I'm telling you, something unbelievable is getting ready to happen. We are endeavoring to collect 2,000 pairs of brand new tennis shoes for young people in Atlanta. I need you beginning Sunday, bringing tennis shoes to church. Those of you who are near and far, I want you to mail them in. Uh, I'm telling you, this is, this is going to change Atlanta. This is going to change a generation. This is going to change young people to know that the church thought about them. I said to my church last year, nobody ever remembers their backpack. Everybody always remembers their shoes. When these young people, when they look down at their shoes this year, to be like, there was a church that remembered me, that raised my self-esteem, that stopped me from being bullied, that was able to provide for me what my own family could not do. And I want you to help partner with me uh, in doing that. We begin collecting them this Sunday. For those of you who want to drop ship them uh, to New Birth, uh, go get our address, newbirth.org, and you'll see where uh, to send them. I'm doing an introduction tonight in group therapy. Um, I'm starting a series. I need you all to hear this because it's going to blow your mind. I'm starting a series that I am going to preach for two months. For two months. I'm preaching under one banner. And the banner is, I want somebody to write you on the screen, Broken Rich. B-R-O-K-E-N. Broken Rich. And the, the premise is that the Lord will break you before he enriches you. Broken rich. 
And uh, that's where you're getting ready to be. That's what's getting ready to happen for you is that your brokenness was position, positioning you for riches. I was in Acts doing my own Bible study coming out of uh, Pentecost. And I read this passage that haunted me to no relief. It's about a man who for 40 years has found himself in ailment. His only desire was to get a one-on-one -on -one meeting with Jesus. And regrettably, he wasn't able to do so. So he got his friends and said, since I can't get to Jesus, take me to the church. I don't even need to go inside. Let me go outside of church and beg. He did this every day, just begging for coins and for scraps and for whatever measly penitence he could pick up. And one day, Peter and John was on their way in the church for prayer. And when they were on their way into church for prayer, they see this lame man begging for money beneath his dignity, below his cause. And they're holding up a coffer's cup, saying, have mercy on me. Give me some money. And the apostles do something that I've never heard a modern day black preacher do. I've never heard a modern day black preacher do what the apostles did that day, that day. And that was admit poverty. Woo! I'm not talking about an old testimony. I have never in all my days on television, on radio, in a revival, heard a black preacher admit, not they grew up in it, that they were in poverty. And the apostle admitted poverty and said, uh, silver and gold have I none. The lame man is downtrodden in his countenance, is given up hope because he actually believed that his only way out was through money. Now listen, he doesn't say that he's homeless. Doesn't say that he's hungry. He doesn't say that he needs clothes. He says, I need money. And he's asking for money for something money cannot fix. And these two black preachers say, we don't have any money. And before it is that he can wave the white flag in resignation, they said, but let me tell you what we do have. I got to stop right here because I need to tell you what I am praying for today. I am praying. Y'all promise me you will not throw that on across the room. Promise me you will not break the tablet. I am praying today for what you don't have money for. Woo! 
I'm praying today for what you do not have money for. Strategically, I need you to see where this is happening. This prayer is happening that the day before the bill is due. And 24 hours before rent, before mortgage, before car note, before insurance, before your tuition, before aftercare, before utilities, before summer camp, before the hospital bill, before legal fees. They say what I need you to articulate. I don't have the money for it. Straight up. Ain't no reason for me to play games with it. Let me keep it a stack. Let me keep it 100. Let me be transparent. I don't have the money for this. But that is not where the apostles stopped. But come on, those of y'all ages, baby, babies, conjunction, junction, what's your function? I do not have money, but such as I am, I got the power of God. And I want you to know that the power of God is getting ready to manifest and multiply in the area you don't have the money for. Hear this, but you have the faith for. Look, you're looking at a man that's got to pay tuition for Florida A&M. <laughs> Jesus. I, I got to pay tuition, cold cash money. I, I, I didn't qualify uh, for the student loan, and my daughter didn't qualify for the scholarship. But I got the faith for it. Oh no, God gonna do this thing. I got absolute, I got absolute confidence in Yahweh that God is gonna do it. The Bible says that the apostles took him by the hand and raised him up. Ladies and gentlemen, albeit electronically. I am taking you by the hand and I am coming into agreement that he will supply all of your needs that you don't have money for. Now, listen, I know the church has indoctrinated us into witness protection that we don't really want to face what it is that we're fighting. But James Baldwin at five foot four said, you can't fix it until you face it. And the apostles with no money said to the lame man, look at me, look at me with no money, but authority. Look at me with no real disposable income but with an undeniable anointing. Look at me. I know I don't look like it, but I don't have two wood nickels to, to rub together. Look at me. And today I want you to look at yourself in the mirror 
because you don't look like, here it is, what you need. We often say, particularly in a black church experience, I don't look like what I've been through. Well, God said, you don't look like what you need. Hmm. That's why people can't believe that you struck money. People can't believe how tight things are. People have no idea what you've had to sacrifice and what you give up and what you live without and the cuts that you've had to make and how you've had to streamline and how you've had to downsize. Look at you, broke. But you still got a hair appointment this week? Look at you. Not much money. You still looking at shoes online? Look at you. God, help me in here. Uh, things are tight. And you got the nerve to go out to lunch tomorrow? I'm telling you, God is going to make sure that you never look needy. That's a word for somebody. You're never going to look like Skid Row. Never going to look desperate. Never going to look like what it is that you're asking him for. Not because you're faking it till you make it. You don't look like it. Why? Because the need is temporary. And they took him by the right hand. And they pulled him up. And immediately, there was strength in his legs. Strength in his ankles. Listen to me well. Listen to me clear. And he got what he needed with no money. That's the favor that I project upon your life. That you're going to get what you need without a transaction. I don't know how God is going to do it. I don't know who he's going to use. But God will give you favor. With who calls you from the collection agency. God's got the authority to change the zeros around in the computer. God, you don't even know that sometimes your greatest miracle, only those of y'all with her credentials are going to be able to shout over this. Sometimes your greatest miracle is an extension. Ah, did you hear what I just said? Sometimes your greatest miracle is getting an extension. It ain't no million-dollar check in the mail. They're going to give you another two weeks to get it together. They got no idea God's going to give you a rebate on what it is that you've had to do. I want to pray with you today because I do not need you to delay on getting that deal done. I don't need you to delay to operate on your promise. I do not want you to delay on what it is that I believe God has given you the strength, the dexterity, the capacity, and the ability to accomplish with no money. Lord, I, I want somebody, I, I just felt something in my spirit. I want somebody to just declare out loud, repeat after me in your home, in your living room, in your car, Lord, make it work without money. I'm telling you, that's just what I feel right now. 
Lord, make it work without money. Y'all don't believe that thing? Come on, say it out loud. Lord, make it work without money. It don't even have to pass through my hands as long as it gets done. Lord, make it work without money. I, I got to get out this apartment, but I cannot afford a penalty fee. Lord, make it work without money. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, supernaturally, God is going to turn off all of them lights in your dashboard. Lord, make it work without money. I don't know what's going to happen. You're going to call in. Hey, 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 hey. That money ain't doing June. You was be anxious for nothing. You got till July to get this done. Lord, make it work without money. Come on, let's pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying for your daughter, for your son, for your servant, that you will position them to meet the need they do not have the money for. God, you didn't find out about it today. You already knew that they were in this bind, in this predicament, and in this circumstance. Now, God, I need you to move mountains to make walls to fall. I need you to do something outlandish on their behalf that they'll know that you did it. They'll know that your hand was moving. And so now, God, I pray that you'll move on the heart of the one who holds the belong. I pray supernaturally you'll pull off the lease. I pray, dear Lord, that you will disrupt the arrearages. I pray, dear Lord, that you will subtract the penalty fees. Thank you right now that through your grace that there will be no, um, there will be absolutely no IRS over their head. I pray for them even in this moment that nothing will be broken, nothing will be missing. I pray that this miracle will be so profound that unless they testify, Folk won't know what happened. God, I trust you that you are going to do the unusual work in their life. I know that you can. I believe that you will. God, thank you. Because you are an extravagant God, we have exquisite taste. So I pray that their income will match their taste, that their income will match their taste. I pray, dear Lord, that you will give them discipline not to forfeit the blessing. I pray that you'll give them wisdom to be able to handle what it is that you bestow upon them. God, we collectively sigh and say to you, we don't have the money for it, but we got the faith for it. We believe you for it. We're not going to wait till the 
I was going to say the battle is over. We're not going to wait until the bill is paid. We're going to shout now. We believe it's already done. We believe that we're caught up on Visa, on American Express, on AT&T. We are caught up on Allstate. We are caught up on cable, on AT&T, on Verizon. That we are caught up with Toyota, with Mitsubishi. We are caught up with CarMax. God, we trust you for every unopened envelope in our house. We trust you for every out-of-town unknown caller that has debt connected to it. We trust you. We believe that you got the grace to correct whatever blemishes are on our credit report. Thank you, dear Lord, that our effort match with your grace is going to get it done. Please, kind sir. We're sitting outside. We're saying to you humbly, we don't have the money for it, but we know that you've got it. We know that you can. We believe that you will. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Listen to me. Linda, listen. Listen to me and believe in by faith that God is going to do a perfect work for you in June without even using money. God's going to do it. Watch him do it. Watch him do it. Watch him do it. I got to tell you a story. Shaquille O'Neal went to a room, do a business deal. And the people on the other end of the table didn't even make eye contact with Shaquille O'Neal. They looked at his lawyers and his accountants because they assumed Shaq didn't know what he was doing. It registered to him that they had no confidence. He called the university, Phoenix University. So Shaquille O'Neal, true story. I said, I need to get an MBA, but I can't learn online. I need to come in a classroom. I need the teacher to teach me. I said, Shaquille, I know that you're famous. I know that you're rich. I know that you are a champion, a world-class athlete, but we cannot bring you in a classroom by yourself with a teacher. In order for us to have a class, we need 15 other people to be in the room. Shaquille O'Neal said something. I'm going somewhere. Shaquille O'Neal said, I paid for 15 of my friends to get a master's with me because I wanted to have the experience. So I paid for their opportunity. Oh. 15 of his friends got master's degrees, just graduated. Watch this. Because of what it is that he wanted to do. Somebody shout, same grace. That's what I want for you. I believe in by faith. 
somebody make an opportunity happen for you because they need it for them. Come on. That's the kind of power I want you to have. I want you to sow into this oil that is flowing. I want you to sow into the oil that is flowing right now. What you make happen for other people, God will make happen for you. Go to newperf.org. So we see this morning. I'm not going to tell you how much. Newbirth.org, cash, share, crown prince 07. I want you to sow a seed. Those y'all from the hood, from the projects, listen to me. Put what you need on layaway. Come on, you remember that. Those y'all over 40, you remember that. Put it on layaway. I ain't got the money for it, but I'm putting something on it. I'm putting something on it because I believe that it is mine. So whether or not uh, you're putting a seed on the down payment of your car, putting a seed on where you're going to live next, putting a seed, here it is, on uh, tuition like me or on insurance, I want you to go to dollar sign, Crown Prince 07. First and foremost, go to newburg.org, push pay, uh, text to give, givelify. Private, I see you, Kimbro. Thank you so much. I want you to sow into it. I don't have the money for it, but I've got the faith for it. When the saints go marching in, I'm telling you, God is getting ready to do it, and he's going to do it without the money. I need you to meet me tonight at 7.30. Cassius Butts is going to be in a conversation with me live, and I want you to be a part of it. Good morning, millionaires. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. Newburgh.org, Crown Prince 07. I'll see you at 7.30 tonight.